Chicago trans power couple birth new birth certificates. I'm going to start with a quote. For precious Brady Davis, getting her husband pregnant meant going off hormones, end quote. How's that for a head-scratcher of a quote? A quote that actually appears on the no longer reputable NBC5 Chicago News website in a story about two trans cultists who are married and recently had a baby girl. The pretend wife is Precious Brady Davis, a biological man who pretends to be a woman. The pretend husband is Miles Brady Davis, a biological woman who pretends to be a man. Miles, the real mother, is the director of communications and press secretary for Illinois' premier LGBTQ propaganda organization, Equality Illinois. This woman really knows how to spread propaganda. This trans power couple are in the news again, and again they're in the news for pernicious reasons. When Miles was 20 weeks pregnant, she learned that she would be listed as the baby's mother on the birth certificate because she is, well, the mother. As trans cultists and propagandists so often do, Miles contacted an attorney with Lambda Legal who contacted the Illinois Department of Public Health, which immediately cried uncle or aunt or something. Suffice to say, the state caved to the trans cultists. The birth certificate will now identify the mother, the biological woman who gestated and birthed the baby girl, as the father, and will identify the father, the biological man whose sperm united with Miles' egg and then implanted in Miles' womb, as the mother. According to the Chicago Tribune, Miles, the real mother, quote, never even thought the birth certificate would have to misgender us, end quote. Yeah, right. She never thought a legal document would include the objective fact that she is the mother. The Tribune writer, Nara Schoenberg, evidently a propagandist for the trans cult who identifies as a news reporter, described the possible identification on the birth certificate of the biological father as the father as making matters worse. Propagandist Schoenberg also wrote this nonsensical sentence, and I quote, To have biological children, they had to go off their gender-reinforcing hormones, end quote. Schoenberg needs to take classes in both biology and leftist sexuality ideology. Does she know what hormones are? Does she know what gender is in the trans world she seeks to suck up to? Gender, according to progressives, is the aggregate of arbitrary, socially constructed conventions associated with maleness or femaleness. Hormones are chemical substances produced in the body that control and regulate the activity of certain cells or organs. Hormones can't and don't reinforce gender. The website Mommyish, which claims to take parenting seriously, has an article about the self-glorifying trans cultist power couple titled, quote, Trans Couples' Godlike Pregnancy Photos Defy Stereotypes, which includes a photo from Miles the Real Mother's Instagram account, which you can see if you go to this article online. A better title would be Trans couples' Frankenstein-like photos defy God. Word to mommy-ish. 
While Miles cross-dressing and cross-sex hormone doping is clearly an effort to conceal her sex, or as mommy-ish calls it, defy stereotype, the photo of a mother heavy with child is the antithesis of a stereotype. Trans cultists use the fact that language changes over time to try to compel others to use their redefinitions of words and neologisms they invent to advance their strange science-denying metaphysical ideology. Now they want to redefine the words mother and father. They no longer want those terms to be linked to biological sex. Instead, they want mother to denote humans who wish they were women and father to denote humans who wish they were men. Well then, why not redefine the word, say, teenager? Henceforth, it will no longer denote a human whose objective age is between 13 and 19, but instead denote humans who feel like, wish they were, or identify as teens. What about Latinx, the neologism that refers to people of Latin American cultural or ethnic identity in the United States? Why not redefine Latinx to denote anyone who wishes they were or self-identifies as a person of Latin American cultural or ethnic identity, including those whose Puritan ancestors came over on the Mayflower. While we're thinking about language, let's remember what George Orwell said about the abuses of language for oppressive political ends, that is, newspeak, which points to the importance of resistance to such abuses. And I quote him, The purpose of Newspeak was not only to provide a medium of expression for the worldview and mental habits proper to the devotees of Ingsoc, but to make all other modes of thought impossible. It was intended that when Newspeak had been adopted once and for all, a heretical thought should be literally unthinkable, at least so far as thought is dependent on words. Its vocabulary was so constructed as to give exact and often very subtle expression to every meaning that a party member could properly wish to express, while excluding all other meaning and also the possibility of arriving at them by indirect methods. This was done partly by the invention of new words, but chiefly by eliminating undesirable words and stripping such words as remained of unorthodox meanings, and so far as possible, of all secondary meaning whatever." The special function of certain newspeak words was not so much to express meanings as to destroy them. Words which had once borne a heretical meaning were sometimes retained for the sake of convenience, but only with the undesirable meanings purged out of them. End quote. So, trans cultists have struck another blow against science and reality. Illinois birth certificates will no longer misgender trans cultists. They will now missex them. As an aside, the long-ridiculed flat earthers must be so jealous. Some of us remember the good old days when teachers asked elementary school children to scour the newspaper for current events. I guess if we want children to learn about reality, teachers better not ask them to do that anymore. It's remarkable that seemingly rational, sane people in academia, the professional medical and mental health communities, the arts, faith communities, and the press pretend to believe the emperor in a gown is an empress. We should no longer be baffled by the ignorant and destructive ideas people believed or, because of their cowardice, 
pretended to believe in days gone by.